This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose! King Kong ain't got shit on me! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Say my name. And here we go. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Realish. I'm Derek. I'm co-host Matt. And I'm Chris. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. We're glad to have you guys back. Um, before we get into what we're going to uh, discuss today, I want to remind you guys real quick to go ahead and check out everything OTS, OTS Media Co. and all social media platforms. Um, for the few people that followed uh, the Realish uh, Instagram page or Facebook page, uh, we thank you guys for doing that, but those pages have been shut down so that we can just uh, allocate all of our time and uh, focus onto the OTS page. So please uh, continue to follow that page um, because we are going with things we were doing on or things we were going to do or doing on the Realish uh, pages. We will continue to do on the OTS page. Ah, so now we got that out of the way. Oh, real quick. Uh, if you watch this on YouTube. Please uh, hit that subscribe button, notification bell, and uh, the, the uh, like button. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Let us know what you guys think uh, about the discussions and uh, how we can improve what you guys want to hear us talk about. You know, we, we, we uh, welcome all uh, corrective, um, uh, constructive criticism. I'll put it like that. But yeah, boys, what's going on? What have you guys been watching lately? Oh, man. Uh, Christy, what, you want to start off? Sure, sure. So... Uh, since we last spoke, there's been some cataclysm cataclysmic events. So we've had some conversations. You all, <laughs> you all aren't too privy to. Uh, but on the the Christmas movie theme, um, I, I actually checked out another animation movie that I've been hearing a lot of good things about called Claws. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Yes. Uh, really, really would recommend. Like ten out of ten was it was an experience. I, I watched it with my dad, just me and my dad. Okay. Um. And yeah, it was dope. It was dope. It was it was definitely not the story I was coming into it expecting. Just to make a long story short, um, mm -hmm. the main it follows the main character who's kind of a spoiled brat whose father is the CEO of this um, postage company, right? And there's this one town where they were never able to establish a post office because of two reasons. One, the locals are in a perpetual war with each other. So they're not sending mail locally. <laughs> they're, they're, it's just it's just smoke on site. So they're, they're, they're yeah. too, too busy fighting to worry about sending out postage. And also just the area super far away and remote from everything else. Um, so as a punishment, uh, this um, ass crack of a son uh, gets sent to create a post out there. And um, wild shit ensues after that. And it doesn't even really become a Christmas movie until like the last 20 minutes, which I really liked mm -hmm. about it. A um, lot of story there to sort of chew on before you get to the Christmas Eve side of it. And mm -hmm. the character development as well, just for multiple characters in the story, uh, really cool to see the way everything played out. So I will recommend without saying too much. Yeah, let me ask you something about that real quick. Um, do you guys feel like animated films or shows for that matter, um, 
do a better job of telling original stories versus live action? Hmm. That's a tough one. I would say I would say yes because they there's more of ease of access to creating the world, if that makes sense. Like I feel like mm-hmm. there's certain limitations when doing an actual live action film, but I do think it really depends on the story. Like I think if this was live action, the, the story would I honestly think it would have been trash. I think it really fits right. based on what the script is. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Matt? I, mean, I don't know if there are like discernible patterns of like certain like of animated movies being like infinitely better than that than live action. I think that just boils down the preference. But I think it, a lot of what Chris said is like, you know, animated movies you, you ha- like you have more freedom to do as you please. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um certain things there are certain things you probably aren't able to accomplish in live action that, you know, if you have enough resources um, for an animation studio to go out and do their thing, then, you know, mm-hmm. it, it turns out to be just as effective as, you know, watching something that, that feels, um, I don't know, more tangible, I guess. But it's a very yeah. underrated medium, I feel like. I, I think it's vastly underappreciated. And um, I think we should see, you know, some some more projects like that, you know, in the future, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, uh, while you were talking about that, Chris, I was like thinking back to some some other movies that I've seen. That it just for some reason, like I, the animated films just kind of like capture something differently than live action, and I don't understand why that is. Like you can go back to any of the classics, uh, like Toy Story or, um, A Bug's Life, Ants, stuff like that. Like it's just different you know, storytelling that you can't tell through live action, like Claws, I thought that was an amazing story. And you're right, it didn't feel Christmassy, but you 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 kind of like got the, you got the uh, origins behind different elements with Santa Claus and like the North Pole and, and his sleigh and all that stuff. And, and that, that was, it was something that I've never thought about in terms of like that whole topic, but being with the animated film it, it was something that they were able to explore for for sure like um like even first i think we've talked about this in the episode that I, we that wasn't published but um like the 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 grinch it's like the live action grinch uh with jim carrey uh is vastly different than the original animated one or even um uh the last one that came out in like 2018 um that was just it was just different it was just different and, and it was different perspectives. So it was, it's the same story, but different perspectives. And that's why like, I was kind of wondering if like Hollywood, because I know we've talked about this before too, is like independent filmmakers are able to tell stories that we have not heard before, but the vast majority of Hollywood has like regurgitated those same old story over and over and over again, right? And it seems like just like for some reason, the Hollywood aspect of of those filmmakers, the the animated ones, just those filmmakers seem to be getting different stories out than live action. So just a just something I was thinking about while you were talking. So I didn't know if you guys have felt that way or not. Real quick, the point no, you made no. on the origin story, sorry to cut you off, Matt. The point you made on the origin no, story, I think that's so true because I feel like if this was like done by Disney or something like that. Like, 
the way like we would have known like and this is how this happened this way instead yeah. of like all these things unfolding and then you put it together like even in a way like it never came out to me when i was watching the movie oh mm. this is this is the origin story of santa claus like yeah. the, it, these things were happening organically in the story and then once you get to the end you see it come out that way like i feel like right. if it was done by disney or mainstream studio still doing animation it'll kind of be mm -hmm. like back in the day and, and yeah. sort of get into yeah. telling you that <laughs> instead of putting you in the period. Cause I feel like it's much more impactful when you do it that way as well. Like you get to live through the changes of all these different characters in this realm. And mm -hmm. then um, you, once you sort of get the full uh, zoom out and you see the full picture, then you realize, mm -hmm. Oh, this is a familiar story that I already am aware of, but right. I would have never thought about these things happening without this movie like the, the story in claus wouldn't exist in right. a santa claus context without the movie so I, I think that makes it really impactful for sure no i agree, I agree. yeah because i think um a, a lot of what you're saying too because I, I told there about this probably 15 million times uh off camera <laughs> about um arcane on netflix which is not only mm -hmm. a, a great vi video game adaptation as it takes characters from that universe, basically, it explores their uh, backstories. But I think when you can successfully keep an audience engaged for nine episodes and have them feel for for animated characters, you know, that's a real accomplishment. Um, but I think, I, I don't know, I, I feel like just the painstaking effort it goes to not only um, deliver on the story, but for you to make sure that you have all these minute details down from mm -hmm. the character designs to making a world feel so fresh and unique. Um, is again, like I, I obviously have, like I said, I, I love animation. I really do. Um, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, be, be more receptive to it as well, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of like even kids animated TV shows or um, well, not necessarily TV shows, but more so movies um, I think really touched on some like important themes that you wouldn't really get out of a traditional live action movie. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, look at look at even back to like when we were kids, um, like the Batman animated series, right? Like that was I don't even know, like, I mean, looking back on it, if you're watching it now, some aspects of it are cheesy, but it's like they were they were able to tell uh, the story of Batman in a way that we have not even seen on live action right and and which is going back to like how they had to continue to reboot 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 whereas the 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 animated uh side of wb uh, or dc um today like their films are just significantly better than the live action like i i've i was having a conversation with my uncle uh recently like if they had just had the animated um the, the people that made the animated uh uh series of the movies uh over the last couple of years if they had those guys go in to do the live action films i don't think D dc would even be in the predicament they're in today they they likely would have been on par with marvel or even a, a, a past marvel to be honest that's so. a fun thought exercise. I feel like yeah. in a lot of ways, it does kind of <laughs> like solve for a lot of the problems, but I'm sure it'll bring new problems as well. So yeah. It, yeah. It, interesting thought exercise for sure.
yeah yeah what you uh what you watched recently matt oh my god let me tell you I- i'm so glad you asked because <laughs> just literally like i want to say two hours before we started recording here mm-hmm. i probably watched the best worst movie in my entire life and it's called <laughs> moon it's called moonfall by uh the director of independence day Uh-oh. moonfall 2022 and okay. I- i'm just gonna break down the like the plot real quick like give you a bunch of story beats and i really hope you to if you if you have to, if you have the time just experience it because it is without question uh, it's unequivocally like one of the worst movies i have ever seen that you will ever see but it's simultaneously entertaining so basically like the movie is about like this mysterious force that causes the moon to go out of orbit okay and the opening scene literally shows like i'm trying to find the best way to describe it but it's like this weird like black energy ball that comes in like the like the opening scene and then like basically kills his engineer and then the main character, um, played by I forget. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not even doing this movie justice right now because I forgot the cast. Um, and then the main <laughs> character, played by uh Patrick Wilson, gets like all all the blame pinned on him. You know what I mean? They're saying like, yeah, like what you saw, like you didn't see anything up there, you know. And they basically tell him, yeah, you're going home. And then the movie just like jumps ten years out of nowhere. And apparently he's divorced. Um, he has an estranged, <laughs> he has an estranged son. And I love how much it's joy discovered. that <laughs> it's, it's not even that, but it's like, and then the son, like a good old broken home. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the, <laughs> and then his ex-wife calls him. He's like, "Hey, did you see what happened?" He's like, "No, what happened?" He goes on TV, and his kid is like in a high-speed chase where he's harboring drugs and then he goes to court and then he's <laughs> I, I kid you not this is how like see you open like opening scene okay and then Halle Berry is in the movie and then oh. she basically is she's playing as like yeah and then she's like one of like the like the head people at like NASA or whatever and then she's like you know basically like investigating like this like this disturbance on the moon or whatever like the, again like that energy ball I was talking about and then there's so much uncovered, like it's absolutely insane. So basically, like that energy ball, like made a hole in the middle of the moon. <laughs> I'm not even joking when I say this. Like this is literally like the plot of the movie. So a huge energy ball that made a hole in the middle of the moon, and then uh, it's just also found out that the guy from Game of Thrones, he um, you know, like John Snow's close friend, Derek. The, oh, the yeah, one who yeah, was yeah. made fun of for being bigger. Yeah. Uh, I think his name was John Bradley. And then John Bradley apparently apparently found out before NASA that the moon was going out of orbit. And so about like 10 minutes later, all you see, like the moon causes like all these like gravitational disturbances or whatever. And all you see are like people like it, it cuts the way to like people looting like a bunch of businesses. It cuts the way to like waves, like destroying buildings and stuff. And then, <laughs> or whatever. And the thing is, like, they don't even tell you that 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 takes that took place over a span of a week. It literally cuts 
from waves destroying buildings and then literally jumps like an hour later like the movie that like it has no chronology you know what i mean and then basically like Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson end up like you know meeting after 10 years but gets mad at her for like basically like leaving him or whatever because you know like she didn't even defend him uh, after NASA like pretty much disbanded him and stuff like that and then um later on they're like building a rocket right they're building a rocket to go to the moon and the fire an EMP on like that that black energy ball but then uh, this was done uh, after the U.S. decided to nuke, <laughs> I swear to God, the U.S. decided to nuke the moon to kill the energy ball. So then basically like a bunch of scenes happened, yada, yada. And then out of nowhere, um, Patrick, uh, Patrick and uh, Hallie like made a deal to get his son out of jail. And then they flew his son as like all these like as civilization is like getting destroyed okay he's in a helicopter and they ordered him like mcdonald's like they literally gave him like a deluxe meal and he was eating and he was like how do you how do you feel about that deluxe meal and then flew him to this like highly secure um oh what's it called like a military base where they're building the rocket and then basically like they find out oh like they give up they're like oh we can't do it unfortunately we couldn't build like the other rocket you gotta go you gotta go home they one of the planes fly off and then there's another plane because they they like they stayed behind for like two of the analysts and then two of the analysts like they're busy like jumping they're jumping because like gravity is like all messed up and stuff and all you see on, on like in view is like a huge like wave coming in and then when this like helicopter the helicopter's flying and instead of going away from the wave it literally like freaking goes into the wave and it's treated as like this emotional moment but it literally just like gets destroyed or whatever and then the, i want to speed up because i don't want to waste a lot of time on the podcast so i apologize it's going on too long but yeah okay but basically the the sum it up the ending of the movie is a plot twist they found out that the the moon was built by ancient humans who lived on on halo rings and then um <laughs> what that, that, yeah and that like this black energy ball was a churned ai that's been hunting organic life or whatever but then apparently the like the black energy ball can't kill organic life unless it's near like electromagnetic fields or whatever and they, they don't know they don't really explain it and then the end of the movie happens they fire off an EMP, they kill it, or whatever. Uh, a bunch of people get, like, stranded in the middle of nowhere, but they somehow link up. It's a happy ending. And then, yeah, it's just, yeah, that that's all. I'm sorry, I went on for, like, 10, 15 minutes. I apologize to everyone, but that was, yeah. yeah that was... No, so, let me ask you this, though. What made you finish that? Finish the movie? Yeah. Uh, it, it was so bad. It was so bad as good. It was always good. I, I, and because I kept hearing it from <laughs> various people that it was like worth the I don't know, I guess worth the experience. But judging by your reactions, you seem both uh amused but also kind of like disgusted that I endured such an awful I am really <laughs> sorry that you wasted your time with that. 
<laughs> I mean, because here's the thing, like, I don't know about you guys. For me, it's like when when I'm watching a movie, if it doesn't, if it doesn't draw me in within like the first 15, 20 minutes, like if I'm not captivated, I'm likely not going to finish it. That's interesting. I feel like I don't have, and this may be me being bougie, but I feel like whenever I watch a movie, like, it's very purposeful. Like, I don't just try to watch movies. Right. Like, like, right. like if right. I watch right. certain, I'm kind of like, right. I'm going to sit this through, but I feel you on that. There's been a couple movies yeah. I've watched that I'm just like, yeah, no, thank you. Not worth Yeah. Because there's, there's some movies that I, I'm just like, I'm purposeful too. Like, I... I I was just telling Mariah this. I, I actually, um, when I'm, I don't need to watch a trailer because if I know the director, if I know who's starring in it, or if I uh, uh, know the producer, or you know, it's like a part of a franchise that I've I've already like uh, uh, wanted to see, I'm already like I'm likely going to go ahead and watch it anyway. But because you said Halle Berry, and I hate doing this to her. Halle Berry has made some very questionable films over the last couple of years. John Wick was the best one that she's been a part of, but that was that was already a, a franchise we knew, right? I think she did John John Wick three, but um, sure. the the movies that she's done, I don't even like. I can't even tell you how long it's been, but everything I've seen in the last couple of years from her, it, it's just it ain't it ain't worth watching. Mm-hmm. So now, to me, it's like, she, like I had to put her in that position. That the spot when I see Halle Berry's attached to it, I don't really know, right? Like we just watched Mariah and I just watched Boomerang uh, the other night because she hadn't seen it before, and she Halle Halle Berry's in that movie, and it's a it's a it's a classic, it's a hilarious comedy uh, uh, starring Eddie Murphy. If you if you've never seen it, I encourage you to watch it. It's a funny movie, but. Um, it's just weird because there's certain there are certain actors that, um, like early in their career, they did phenomenal film uh, films, but it's like toward, I don't know the last couple of years, maybe five to eight, of, of a lot of stuff that they've done, the majority of things that they've been a part of is this they have not been good films. It's almost like they're just trying to get on something, you know, and I don't know what that's on, but. I'm not watching that. <laughs> I mean, just uh, an amalg- a small amalgamation of what you just said. She made big headlines in the MMA world because obviously she made that movie called Bruised. If you ask what? me, now that, was, that was an excuse. No. Hold on. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Wait, hold, on. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Compared to what she's done lately, that was actually good. That was actually good. It, there I don't was, know if it good was, is the word. It's better, right? It's better, better. than It's better than what she's done, yes. But that movie's trash. I'm sorry. It's a trash movie. It's a trash movie. Don't get me wrong. It's a trash movie. But I think there were like there were elements where I could actually I felt like I could actually get involved with her character development over what I've seen her in the last couple of years. Yeah, I I promise you. Me saying that this is this is one of those good movies from her is not compared to what's been put out over the last couple of years, it's just not a good movie. Mm-hmm. 
like her movies have not been good so this this that's actually the better one one of the better ones john wick is the best of what she has done but um yeah i don't know what is what is what it is i mean she's had movies where like the wig she's wearing is just impossible i don't know why they 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 did that to her you know what i'm saying like i, I don't understand why she's i just don't get it i don't get it i don't get it I, but 15 20 minutes that's all a movie can get me I, I can give a movie fast yeah. fast nine i knew 20 minutes into it it was going to be trash Oh yeah, that, I stopped so, so movie, long ago with that dude, that, that franchise. By the way, I, <laughs> that, that, that movie was was certified trash. I like I said, I do want to apologize. I went on a huge feel with that plot. No, you're good. You're good. That's actually one of my favorite <laughs> but, things about, about bad movies. Like I, I think I genuinely want to watch it because I mean, it just feels like one of those things that by the time you finish the movie, like you didn't get what you signed up for, and all, yeah. although it can be annoying. I personally like that. Like I've talked about this movie before on this show, but if you guys have never seen cabin in the woods, like that's, that's an experience that you didn't sign up for, but you fucking yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, yeah, I think movies like that have a certain charm with me. So I think I might check out Moonfall. but, um, I, I, I agree with you, Derek. I feel like I understand that mentality, but for the most part, like if I'm watching a movie, I'm watching a movie. Like, and it takes yeah. a lot for me to watch a movie in the first place. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, memes like that are, are tough. But yeah, Cabin yeah. in the Woods, check check that one out too. That that's a ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it's just like that movie. Like I, as you can see, I couldn't even keep it together. Like that was literally like, I I kept hearing like people like making a bunch of memes on it. And I was like, yeah, like am I going to? But I had nothing to do. You know, prior to us recording, obviously, it was like, let me just check it out. I'm bored. I don't know what's better to do. It, 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 I, I want to tell you that my explanation does not do that movie justice. That will go down as literally probably one of the best movies I've ever watched. Ironically speaking, not literally, but it, it was, yeah, it was just, <laughs> that's wild. wild. That's wild. wild. I just watched, I just watched Smile yesterday. You like it? No. No, <laughs> I already knew what was going to happen like five to ten minutes into it. I already knew what was going to take place. It's a very predictable yeah. movie. I, I I think that's that's weird. It's like, I don't know. That's one of the things that, that I find very interesting with um, with bad movies. I if, if it's predictable, I don't want to really continue watching it, but it wasn't like a disaster. So I continued watching it. It was just like, I, yeah, movie, I, yeah, if you can like get through Smile, which I think has mixed opinions around the board, you definitely wouldn't be able to sit through Moonfall. I mean, like that whole alien thing, the only reason why they, they even went to that was because, like, I, 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 guys, I promise you, like, I'm not doing this, like, it's like a joke around. Like, I swear to God, this is that was literally like the plot. But the reason why they alluded to like, um, I want to say that like humans made the moon or like ancient humans was because a hippie literally predicted it in the movie. Sounds about right. Shout out mm-hmm. to Nostradamus. Yeah, kid you yeah, not. That's that. I kid you not. <laughs> Weed or something. something. Like that is what. 
Oh, hey, he, that, that's what that he was, uh, that's actually what he was smoking. But <laughs> I knew it. Damn I it. knew it. <laughs> Damn it. But it wasn't it wasn't the good stuff, man. That was that laced uh stuff. So that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just, the bad movies, I just I I Mm-mm. If I if I can well, avoid them, I will. Well, on that same token, what's the worst movie you guys have ever watched? That's you could go so many directions with that one. You can take your you choice. Do, take you your choice of like, any of the fast uh, movies <clears throat> from after five. That's fair. I would say this is gonna be out of left field with this one. New Moon. Oh man. I, being as I was, uh, I was the younger brother of a teenage girl who was insane about this Twilight saga, so I, I was along oh, the ride Twilight. for all of these. <laughs> uh, the, the second one, I particularly remember being in the movie theater, and it was so bad that I was heckling, like I I became I a heckler, yeah, and and the crowd was with me, like it, it was it was a it was one of my f- more proud moments. <laughs> as a spectator of any event because (laughs) typically when people are doing that like everyone hates you like nah everyone was fucking with me that night which is hilarious but yeah new new moon gotta be my pick wow that's wild i i ain't gonna lie twilight was uh was actually cool it was cool for what it was it was cool i i watched them I haven't watched them in years, though, so I, I can't tell you what my opinion is of them now. But I mean, back back then, I thought they were cool. I, I had just gotten a cable, so you know what up. Can I, <laughs> I was about I to say? say I don't know about that one. G. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to watch those back. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That was that was a time where vampires were kind of like in. Even that then, time it's so period poorly was done. just it is poorly done. It is. But I mean, you got shining skin. Like, That's all I need, bro. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> it is so weird. Edward is such a fucking creep. Like his character is so creepy. Like that's why I'm always team Jacob on these things. It's just such a weird movie. Like, I feel like everyone, like, the excuse for everyone being bad actors is they're vampires. And then the actual human, who's the main character of the story, speaks like a fucking vampire. So it doesn't make sense, bro. Like, and the excuse is, oh, well, they're, they're a thousand years old. Well, wouldn't you think you'd get some fucking intellect somewhere along those years? Ridiculousness. Sorry. sorry. I, I will go off on that movie if given the opportunity. But that that's my answer. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, what about you? What what's your answer for that one, Derek? Well, I I really I I think you could probably choose any of the any of the fast movies after five or six or, um. God, I hate doing the same too. Tyler Perry's movies, outside of the the family that prays, I I can't. I just I can't. I can't. They're caricatures of a movie. So they really they really are and i and i i've gone on so many rants about tyler perry's films i respect the hell out of that man for what he's been able to 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 accomplish and build um but the production value in his movies the story writing the the props or um uh wigs unnecessary wigs 
from the very first film. Um, it's just things like that. I yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't, I don't understand those. So between choose between any of those movies, I have to say it's probably right right there with one of the worst. Yeah, yeah. So what about you, Matt? Um, I'm trying to think of like I don't go out of my way to to watch bad movies. Well, except for Moonfall, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the actor. No, I'm gonna say this because I don't forgive him. And John, if you're watching this, I, I, I you're gonna find out about it now. I will never forgive him for taking me to see X Men Dark Phoenix over Rocket Man. I, I I remember it too. I remember telling oh, him wow. days in advance that movie was going to be trash. That was a trash movie. It was going to be trash. But, but he ended up, you know, buying the tickets. I said, I don't, I'm not gonna, you know, dip out on him. I want to spend time with my brother. We had uh, like other brother, uh, his wife, uh, obviously, um. I think I'm pretty sure it was just us four, you know, and I, re- I remember I had the image in the back of my head. We're walking and the theater we're supposed to go to, I think it's like, let's say it's 12 or whatever, X-Men Dark Phoenix, the one right before Rocket Man. That, I, I'm telling you, that was a telltale. That I was not about to like this movie. And when I got out of it, I made no, I promise you, I made no eye contact. I was staring dead in the center of that screen the entire time. And I said, why am I watching that piece of shit of a movie? Genuinely. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the acting, it, it is unequivocally the worst superhero movie I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Over Wonder Woman? Seen their, I've never seen 84, so I can't say that. Okay. I've never okay. seen Catwoman, and I've never okay. seen Daredevil. Now, if I watch wait, 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 wait. Daredevil is not bad at all. The Ben Affleck one, two thousand three. Yeah, the Ben Affleck. Yeah, nah, that one was fire. That was fire. I, I might not hold up, but I agree. I think I think it was good on release at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've there's been a lot of people that that critique that movie for sure, but I thought I thought it was a phenomenal movie, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I just want to be fair. I don't want to like bring up mo- movies and say like that's works. I literally have not watched it for myself to, to judge it, but dude, yeah. the acting was so bad. Visual, like the story was so boring. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't, I don't want to think about it. John, I'll never forgive you. I, I love you, bro. <laughs> I'll always have your heart. That's the one thing I can't forgive you for, bro. I can never well, forgive you for that, bro. In, in John's defense, you know, I can I can understand the excitement for an X Men movie, but yeah, this not dude loves he, that man loves Michael Fassbender, bro. Yeah. To see Magneto. <laughs> well, say Michael now Fassbender is amazing. He's amazing yeah. as Magneto, yeah. but yeah, I I I I, I, I wasn't watching those oh. not not those X Men. I wasn't watching that in, in theaters. I waited till it released. Hmm. Yeah, they were that bad. So, what about you? This is uh best movie, best movie you've ever seen. Jesus, bro. 
Yeah, I have to give you multiple. Like I, I feel like a lot of the movies I like are for different things as well. Yeah, yeah. How about That's one hard. of? I think. But now one of. I'm gonna say one that probably isn't on the list for the rest of you guys. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Why not? Grand Budapest Hotel. I think that's okay. that's a, a really a really fantastic movie that makes a, a lot of use of first of all extravagant set pieces and like set design as well as like a really charming story that tells it a certain way like there's not many movies obviously when it comes to directors um their style is very prominent and pronounced but there's not many movies that can keep the same for lack of better words, can keep the same sort of charm even through like different heights of story, like whether it's their the characters are in trouble or mm-hmm. they're going through um negative things to get towards their goal or whatever, like whatever obstacles they may have, etc. It still kind of keeps the same charm throughout, even when there's heightened danger, which I think is like hard to do. A lot of the times it's kind of like shoved down your throat, like you should be afraid right now. And I don't mm-hmm. think that movie does that. Like, I feel like it it keeps true to itself while also telling you an authentic story, which I really fuck with. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's mine. And that's off the beaten path for sure. I think there's a lot of more prominent, famous ones that you guys would probably agree with. But, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going to say uh, what got me into filmmaking, which was um, The Matrix. That's... It that revolutionized filmmaking. Um, you saw its its um, uh, its influence on different films in the early late nineties, early two thousands. Um, so that's that's what I'll say. But I mean, that's that's like there's so many of the films I could say too, animated too, like The Lion King, Toy Story. I can say all rattle off real fast. But I'm gonna say the Matrix. I'm I'm gonna just stick with the Matrix. What about you, Matt? Yeah. Mm, I would. Hmm. It's funny because I, I was actually thinking about this because Whiplash is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. But I think I have to say Nine Days. Um, I remember that was a movie. Yes. I think me and me and Derek we reviewed that right. We reviewed that last yep. what was it last year, yep. and um, yeah, that's actually like I think I, I I've said it before and I'll say it again that is like the per, like the most perfect movie I've ever seen, ever. Yeah. And you, you, I mean, you guys have you know know me long enough that you know uh when I when I critique I critique, so yeah. you know for me to go out of my way and um. You know, say that uh, I'm not trying to obviously act like I'm, I'm more important when it comes to my opinions, but you know, when sure. it comes to like just you know, like the movie itself, it's a it's like a celebration of life. Um, and it's basically about how, like all these souls are basically like interviewed, um, to be given a life on earth, basically. Um, I don't know, it's just like if you ever get a chance, check it out and, um, yeah, it's just it's it's a very beautiful movie, and Winston Duke is yeah. phenomenal. I hope to see him yes. in more I've roles. Never, I've never even of, heard uh, of it, so he gave me some homework. I'm excited to. Check it's it phenomenal, bro. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, you need you need to watch that for sure. Cool. Yeah. All right then. Well, let's go ahead and uh, 
get into our uh our break real fast and then when we come back we're going to get into uh 2022 uh netflix original uh directed by tim burton wednesday so we'll be right back 